Welcome to the online sermons at King Street Church. Feel free to listen or watch online at kingstreetchurch.com. We're located at 162 East King Street in the heart of Chambersburg, PA, and would love to see you in person at one of our five Sunday services at 8.15, 9.45, or 11 a.m. We certainly hope you enjoy this morning's message. What a great day, I'll tell you what. If you don't like the weather, just wait a day, right? crazy. Last Sunday, zero. Thursday, 70. I don't know what it was. It was hot. Crazy. And then we're back to really cold today. <laughs> so uh, I, I also want to say a word. I know it was in the announcement loop, but just to put a quick plug into for an event coming up here at King Street in just under a month, on the 9th of February, Night to Shine. Last year was the first time we hosted that event. I'm going to tell you right now, it was an amazing night. Of uh, just It's a prom-style event for a lot of folks in this community with special needs. What we need are some buddies, all right? We need you to go online, nighttoshy2018.com, and sign up to be a buddy. That simply means you're willing to connect with, uh, with one of the prom attendees that night and just hang with them all night. I guarantee you there is a blessing coming your way. So uh, just, just to say, we've got a few spots for those as well as a few other positions as well. So we need to fill that up. we got just under a month. So get online and, and uh, get signed up for that if you would. So life in his name. That's our theme today. It's our theme this year. As we dig in to... Uh, to the book, the Gospel of John, and uh, this is the this is the overarching purpose for John's Gospel that we would have life in the name of Christ. I want to take you actually though to John one. Let's start in John one today, because uh, what I want to give us is kind of some overview. Uh, and then uh, ultimately connect that to some application and uh, overview that will lead to application. So I want us to first understand why John wrote the gospel. He outlived the other apostles probably by a couple of decades. In fact, there was a conversation Jesus had in John 21, the last chapter of John, where Jesus is the last time he's meeting with his disciples and he actually predicts that Peter will, uh, will give his life for the gospel, will be a martyr. And, uh, and then Peter looks over at John. He says, what about him? And, <laughs> and, and Jesus, you know what? Uh, whatever happens to him is between me and him. But this is where your, your, your journey is going to take you to, Peter. So you need to be ready for that. But anyway, John did then outlive the other apostles by probably 20 years or so and pens this gospel. And he says this, Matthew, Mark, Luke are already in circulation. People already see the life of Christ through those three Gospels. John goes back much bigger picture. In the beginning. Sounds familiar, right? Genesis 1.1. But he doesn't say, doesn't talk about the earth. He talks about Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, capital W. It's the Greek word logos, the Word of God. Jesus is the divine Word of God. And the Word was with God, and the Word, Jesus, what does it say next? Two words. Was God. Woo! Those are powerful words. We base our entire faith 
on our belief that Jesus is the Son of God, God in the flesh, part of the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, God DNA, Creator God. He was with God the Father in the beginning. And we're talking way before time even existed, y'all. Through him, all things were made. Without him, without Jesus, nothing was made that has been made. Jesus is the word of God that spoke life into existence. In him was life. And that life was the light of all humankind. In Christ is what? Life. Jesus is the word of God and he is life. He speaks and life happens. So that's John 1.1 in the beginning. Turn with me back to John 20. I'm bookending the gospel. Chapter 20, verses 30 and 31. The purpose of the gospel is my heading there in the NIV. Jesus, verse 30, John 20, performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples We'll go back and talk more about that here in the weeks to come. But signs, what do signs do? They point you to something apart from itself. They, they alert you. What are we to be alerted to by the signs that Jesus performed? These are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. It's exactly where he started in John 1.1. That's who he is. He is God, Son of God, eternal God, that you might believe that and that by believing you might have what? Life in his name. So every story that John includes, by the way, look over at the last verse, Just turn over one page, the last verse of John, this is kind of how he concludes the whole gospel. He says, you know what, guys? Jesus did so many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose, I love John says that, I, you know what? I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that could be written. <laughs> you talk about a personal PS to this letter, to this gospel. It's like, you guys, oh man, I wish we had time. Oh, if, uh, don't get me started, right? <laughs> That's what he's saying. There is so much that he did. It, it would fill up all the books in the world. But everything that he did, every story that I'm including in this gospel is all designed to show you three things. One, that Jesus creates life, that Jesus is life, and that Jesus gives us life. Church, that's the gospel of John. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Woo! That's the gospel of John. In fact, let me just go bigger. Let me go bigger. That right there, Jesus creates life, Jesus is life, Jesus gives us life. Church, that's the, that's the Bible. This is the upper story. Two words right now. Look up. Look up. See the bigger picture. We are living in the bigger picture. We are part of the upper story, and the upper story, church, is the gospel. 
It's the good news. What's the good news? Jesus creates life. Jesus is life. Jesus gives us life. Apart from Jesus, we don't have life. You wouldn't be sitting here if Jesus didn't knit you together in your mother's womb. He created us. He created us. We didn't fall together by accident. I promise you. That's not the narrative. That's not the truth. We are here today because Jesus created this world and us. That Jesus is life. That apart from him, we have no life. Ultimately, abundant life. Yo, we might live out our days on this earth, but... We don't have life. <laughs> the kind of life that he comes to give us and ultimately in him we... So, I'm going to circle that right there. Do you want that? Do you want the life that Jesus has to give us? Where he breathes his spirit into our lives where we experience joy, love, peace, Patience, kindness. Do you want this kind of abundant, eternal life? Then, I'm going to circle these two, then you've got to know and believe that. Because you're not going to have that if you don't base it on that. Your firm belief that Jesus creates life and that Jesus is life. This is the foundation for living life in his name. That's the word of God. Turn with me to 2 Peter. Go back just, uh, uh, well, go ahead. You were in John. Go, go to 2 Peter. Chapter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1. I mentioned Peter a moment ago. Peter and John were good friends, disciples together. And in 2 Peter, he says this. Simon, Peter a servant, and an apostle of Jesus Christ. To those who through the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ have received a faith as precious as ours. So we're talking today about a precious faith. That we, like Simon Peter, have received a precious faith. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. Church, that's life. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. Here you go. Through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So grace and peace in abundance are yours through what? Our knowledge of Jesus. That he creates life and that he is life. So life is, is, foundation, is, is built on the foundation of knowledge. Goes on. His divine power, we're talking now about the, the Holy Spirit coming in and working in our lives, has given us everything we need. So we don't work it up on our own, we don't create it. The divine power of God is poured into us, giving us everything we need for a godly life. Through our, what, knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, God's glory and goodness, he has given us his very great and precious promises. You see the equation here, right? We have life when we base it on our faith in the promises of God. 
that through them, the promises of God, you might participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. So, this is where Peter is going now. Let me kind of scooch all of this over and ask the question, which is the question Peter is going to answer. The question is how? Okay, how does Christ give us life? How do we participate? We saw earlier in the passage that the Holy Spirit, the divine power of God is poured into our hearts, but then we must live it out. So what does that look like? Look at verse 5. For this reason, make every effort. Underline those three words. (laughs) Make every effort. So he's saying, all right, if you're serious about this, life and faith, then we've got to now add to that faith, making every effort. To add to our faith, here you go, seven things. Goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. Sounds a lot like the fruit of the Spirit, doesn't it, really? But Peter is saying here, we must make every effort beginning with our our faith to add goodness, kindness, mercy, knowledge, being students of the word, self-control, gaining control over our habits and our instincts, earthly, that can take control of our lives. Keep going. Perseverance. Walk like, like Jesus did. Then mutual affection. He really ultimately then, this gets lived out in the way we treat each other and our witness and, and our fellowship. Mutual affection. And church, this is more than just, you know, putting up with each other. Wow. Affection. Mutual affection. And to mutual affection, Love. He says, make every effort to do this. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure. So this is a journey. This is a commitment. It's really a covenant to the Lord to walk in in growth. Increasing measure, they will, okay, you want to know the benefits? They will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We live into the life that he has created us to live. This is how we press on into productivity, fruit-bearing in our knowledge. But whoever doesn't have them, check this out, is what, what word does your Bible have next? My my NIV says nearsighted, and we have to put our glasses on really to read that, don't we? (laughs) Nearsighted. If if you're not working on these things, if you're not making every effort to live these things out, you are nearsighted. What an interesting word to use there. Nearsighted. What he's really basically saying is that you're just looking at your feet. 
You're just kind of taking it a day at a time. And what are you blind to? You are blind to the upper story. You're blind to who you are. You're blind to what God is doing in your life. You're blind to what God's doing in the world. And you've lost sight of the fact that you have been cleansed from your sins. My goodness, what an incredible picture. That when we get all caught up in the now and in our sin and our habits and our struggle, we get nearsighted and blind. And what Peter is saying is we've got to look up. That's what John's saying as well. That we have life in the name of Jesus. And we've got to make every effort to add to our faith these things. Now, I want you to grab your bulletin. Would you grab your bulletin? We gave you a gift today. I don't know if you've opened your bulletin yet. But in, on the second page, the panel there, is a card. I would like you, it's got that little, cool little sticky tape thingy, st- gooey stuff. Pull, pull your card out. So I want everyone to grab, grab your uh, missional life marks card. Grab it and hold it up, would you please? All right, awesome. Over there in the Baker Center, hold them up. Thank you. Okay. So let me tell you what you've got in your hands here. I've been so excited to to give this to you. What it is, uh, is 15 qualities that we're calling here at King Street now life marks. This is exactly what Peter is saying when he says, we need to make every effort to add to our faith these things. I'll tell you where they came from. Um, Our elders for the last year have been working not only on our mission statement and our core values of gospel, unity, and mission, but they've also been working on the question, okay, what does that look like? How do I live this out? What are some markers? And one of the weeks, one of the months this past year, someone mentioned our partner manual. We have a a manual here that we give to people that are joining the church. The language we use here at King Street is partnership. And we ask every partner to sign a covenant. And in this covenant were not quite 15, but I think 12 uh, items that they were willing to say, I will sign my name. This is a covenant I am making before the Lord. But then we got to thinking, you know, first of all, all of these that were listed there kind of naturally fell into these bigger categories of spiritually alive, relationally connected, missionally engaged. And we prayed about it and added just a few more and came up with these 15 life marks. Now, why is it in a card? Because also one of these meetings, Pastor Don Baker, most of you know Don, he pulled his wallet out, and in his wallet, he pulled out a card, plastic card, that was given to him something like 25 or 30 years ago at a camp that he was at. And it was a covenant, and it, and it lists some things that he was willing to agree to. I'm going to tell you what, Don has had that card in his pocket every day for decades. We got to thinking, wow, that's powerful. 
So that you're not only just saying, yeah, okay, once in your life I'll sign a covenant. I, you know, two weeks from now I'll forget everything I even wrote there, even though it's a covenant, and, and kind of move on with my life. Oh, we thought, how cool to have a peace <laughs> that we are all willing to agree to, to make every effort to. So let's look at them. Let's look at these these 15 things. I'm just today I'm introducing them because they really do bring us to life in the name of Christ, spiritually alive love. Let's read them together. I will love, honor and obey Jesus Christ above all else. Sacrifice. I will give of my income to support the Lord's work. Obedience. I submit to Jesus Christ as his disciple. Prayer. I learn and practice the disciplines of prayer and Holy Scripture. I am a consistent student of the Scripture. Wow. Think about these disciplines as they relate to producing spiritual life. Love, sacrifice, obedience, prayer, and Scripture. How about relational connection? Coming together. I, I love this language of celebration that describes what we're doing Right here, right now. Let's say it together. I will regularly participate in public worship. That's what we do together. We look up together and celebrate what Jesus has done. Flip it over. Community. I have partnered with a class or a small group. Why is that so important? Because we need one another. We've got to remain relationally connected, reaching out and being loved on. Truth. I am striving to seek the truth in love all, at all times. Forgiveness. I am living the life of a peacemaker and accountability. I am willing to be honest with and accountable to others. I introduced life transformation groups about, oh, 8, 10, 12 months, 10 months ago, I think, where getting in, involved in a group of two or three others. We've got brochures out in our, on our information wall. Accountability. So celebration, community, truth, forgiveness, and accountability. And then missionally engaged for Christ. Living on mission. Edify, let's say it. I will use my talents and spiritual gifts to serve the body of Christ. Now, that's exactly what the Word of God says that our gifts are given to us for, spiritual gifts, to build up the body of Christ because ultimately it is the body of Christ living out faith in the world that, is, that the gates of hell will not prevail against. Ministry, I will commit to at least one ministry within King Street Church. So it's, it's serving in ministry in the life of the church. Then mission, I will always be open to and look for ways to serve the Lord. What do we say every Sunday? Let's go live the call, right? And then gospel, okay, you ready for a challenge? I will learn the gospel well. If someone were to come up to you, a coworker, or whatever, and say, can you tell me what Talk about the gospel. What is the gospel? What is it? Can you give an answer to that question? I will learn the gospel well. And then witness. I will seek opportunities to share the gospel with those God places in my path. Hey, church, let's hold up our cards. Are we willing to commit to these things, you know what? When we got new partners up here, we'll ask them a series of questions. We'll ask them to say, I will. I'm going to ask you, are you willing 
to strive with all of your heart to make every effort to live into these 15 qualities in the life of a disciple of Jesus? If so, answer, I will. I will. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, I'm going to ask you to do something with this. Put it where you're not going to be without it. Gentlemen, let's put it in your wallet, all right? Slip that thing, just like Dawn. That's the kind of the picture. Ladies, into your pocketbook, into your purse, somewhere that you're going to have it with you because I'll tell you right now, church, we're just introducing these today. You're going to see a lot of this. We're going to, I want, we're going to ask you to pull them out <laughs> because we're, we can't live and experience life in his name outside of these qualities. Make every effort. Spiritually alive, relationally connected, missionally engaged. As we come to this table of communion, I wanted to pull out this word just that, that, that leads us into our time of communion today. Jesus said that whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are proclaiming the Lord's death until he comes. Amen. I love that. We are being a witness through partaking in the body and the blood of Jesus. And, and part of the gospel, a key aspect of the gospel, the good news, is that when we come to this table of communion, when we come to the cross, church, we come on level ground with everyone else. Level ground. Here we are on Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. I don't know about you, but we're living in such a divided country. I don't know about you, but it's, I said that, it's, been a, it's, it's troubling, isn't it? And we don't know everything that was sad or wasn't sad, the things that are, you know what? The bottom line is simply this. There is so much hurt and so much division. Satan is working over time. Amen. Over time to divide us. But at the, in the gospel, we come to this table as sinners in need of a Savior. Doesn't matter our background. Doesn't matter what we've done. Doesn't matter where we've come from. In Christ, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, slave nor free, male nor female. We come equally in need of grace today. There's level ground at the foot of the cross. And Jesus welcomes us all. He says, I gave my body for you. I give my blood for you. Jesus, we come to this table today grateful. Grateful for the cross. Grateful for the gospel. Grateful, Jesus, for the life that we have in you. We pray, Lord, that in you, in your body, and in your blood, in your spirit poured into our hearts, we experience life in your name, in Jesus' name.
Amen. We hope you enjoyed this morning's message. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to contact us using our online form on our website at kingstreetchurch.com or by calling us here at 717-264-4651 during our regular business hours. Be sure to stop by and see us in person at one of our five Sunday morning services, 8.15 a.m., 2 at 9.45 a.m., as well as 2 at 11 a.m. We look forward to seeing you there.